I'm Alexandra August, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for January 15th. Ray Bradbury's The Martian Chronicles stories epitomize classic pulp sci-fi for 20th century readers and continue to intrigue new readers even today. But could those stories make the leap to the screen? After many years of wrangling over the rights and a series of false starts, it was on this day in 1980 that the first filmed version of Bradbury's stories premiered on NBC. In January 1980, NBC premiered a three-night miniseries, Spectacular, an international production of Ray Bradbury's The Martian Chronicles in cooperation with the BBC. This was as star-studded as 1970s TV sci-fi could get. Rock Hudson, Bernie Casey, Bernadette Peters, Darren McGavin, Fritz Weaver, Roddy McDowell, Barry Morse, the list goes on. Portions of the stories were filmed in exotic locations like Lanzarote, and the whole thing was directed by Michael Anderson of Logan's Run fame. Bradbury's stories were adapted by respected writer Richard Matheson. But things didn't go to plan. What happened? Ray Bradbury happened. The rest of that story in just a moment. In the first season of Shabam, we launch a zombie apocalypse. Separating three kids from their parents. Whatever that was, it's not Mrs. Krasinski. Yes, this action is getting closer! And narrow escapes. Go right! No! No left! But there's more to it. We talk about all kinds of stuff, like... Pizza! Water! The wheel! Cholera! Digital encoding! Bats and rats! Brain traps! And we feature stories from history... The greatest human adventure story of all time. The midnight ride of Paul Revere. Shabam is a new show that'll blow your mind. Shabam! After nearly a year since the first season ended, on this day in 1981, the second season of Buck Rogers in the 25th Century premiered on NBC TV. Only 10 more episodes would air before final cancellation. Premiering on this day in 1980, NBC's Martian Chronicles miniseries was a major attempt to do Bradbury's stories justice, with each night weaving adaptations of one or two of Bradbury's tales into two-hour installments. And it was announced as the big lead-off to NBC's fall 1979 lineup. But at the event for TV critics and the press to preview NBC's fall season, none of the Martian Chronicles stars or its director were able to speak to the press. But Bradbury was... And that's when he famously leveled with the reporters by telling them he thought NBC's adaptation of The Martian Chronicles was boring. NBC suddenly had to contend with the legendary mind behind its star-studded fall kickoff, declaring it to be a giant Martian turkey. The Martian Chronicles were quietly taken off the schedule and then resurfaced in January 1980, the week before the eagerly awaited 1980 Winter Olympics and uh, safely outside of a rating sweeps month. But for many who saw it at the time, the Martian Chronicles remain a fond TV memory. It was peak 70s TV sci-fi and might be a bit more entertaining than Bradbury gave it credit for. The array of familiar and famous faces gave it a lot of appeal, grounded by Rox Hudson's gravitas and enhanced by a soundtrack whose main theme might be best described as Dallas in space. Entertaining as it was, it may have succeeded in luring a new generation of readers to the source material. 
and Bradbury didn't give up on adapting the Martian Chronicles for TV. Three more stories from the Chronicles were turned into half-hour episodes of the syndicated Ray Bradbury theater series in the late 1980s and early 90s. And with the endearing appeal of the Martian Chronicles, it's inevitable that someone will try to bring Bradbury's stories to the screen again. It's only a matter of time. In space. (laughs) This has been five minutes of science fiction history, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for January 15th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment, executive producer Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.